Welcome back, my friends, to the Nature Wander podcast. I'm Paul, your host, and I'd like to wish you a happy Darwin Day. This weekend is actually Darwin's birthday. We're talking Charles Darwin here, theory of evolution, exploration. He was an explorer. He loved nature. He loved exploring nature. He came from an ancestry of nature explorers. And so we celebrate his birthday every year on International Darwin Day. Yes, it's not just a U.S. holiday. It's internationally celebrated. Now, the mission of International Darwin Day, according to the website, is to inspire people throughout the world to reflect and act on the principles of intellectual bravery, perpetual curiosity, scientific thinking, and hunger for truth as embodied in Charles Darwin. So in the spirit of adventure and discovery that Charles Darwin instilled in science, let's get outside and explore nature. Okay, it's not going to be the Galapagos Islands. We're not going to explore some exotic, exciting place like that. Well, I should say it is exciting. It's our backyards. Yeah, I'm going to head outside right into my own backyard, and I'm going to teach you how to explore your own backyard because there's so much amazement out there. So come on, let's head outside and explore nature. Okay, friends, we're out in the wilds of my backyard. I brought my trusty canine with me. She's going to join us on our walk. And we're not going to go too far because I want to show you that, you know, the adventure, that, that being outside, you know, even in the winter, it is cold out. I'll describe things right now. we got some snow on the ground, not a whole lot, a couple inches here, and... It is cold. It's a little bit below freezing, uh, about 30, 30 degrees. Uh, we're going to head out into the woods a little bit. I've got 12 acres here, but you know what? You can explore even in a smaller space than that. Um, I'm going to be quiet here a second. Maybe you can pick up the, the chickadees calling. I'm actually seeing a couple of chickadees right in front of me here. There's also a dark-eyed junco. Yeah, they're pretty noisy out here. But the point I want to stress is the exploration. Uh, Darwin, Charles Darwin, I mean, he was all about exploring, all about discovery. And it's hard to discover unless you're looking. And not just with your eyes. I always like to stress, look with all your senses. Look without looking, is what I like to call it. So as I walk along, sure, I'm, I'm looking around at things, but I'm also listening. Like I stopped to listen to the chickadees and, and the other birds that were calling. 
and I'm feeling the wind. We got a slight breeze. I'm in the woods right now. It's it's actually snowing a little bit. And I'm feeling the flakes just hitting my my face. I mean, it's just a really light snowfall. I don't know if you can hear the creek here. Now I'm just gonna stop and yeah, you can smell smell the wet decaying leaves in the creek. I mean, it's it's early winter. And maybe yeah, I'd call it midwinter. We'll say midwinter, early to midwinter. There, that that's a good one. Uh, it's early to midwinter, and we've got the leaves that fell off the trees. The trees are bare right now, and they fell into the small little creek that we have here. And the water is just rustling over them. But if you stop, you can almost smell them. Um, doesn't smell like spring. It doesn't smell like summer. But you can smell them. And, you know, move on a little bit. So I'm using my all my senses. You know, my sense of touch, even though I'm, I've got gloves on right now, because, like I said, it is kind of cold here. Uh, I've got the gloves on, but I'm feeling the snowflakes, tiny little snowflakes, just a real brisk, small, uh, a, a, a brisk, slow snow, and they're just hitting my face. If I stick my tongue out, I can actually catch them on my tongue, but... They're just hitting my face, and I can just feel the little, like, tink, 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 tink on my face. Got a little bit of a cold, cold, mellow breeze. That's the crazy dog that just ran by. Um, you can feel just a slight breeze coming through, and you can feel that on your face. And up oh, walking at a tree here now. I always like to stress, stop trying to figure out what it is. Okay, you know it's a tree. doesn't matter what type of tree. I'm looking at this tree I'm standing there right in front of, and there's snow on the one side, so I know which way the wind was coming through here. It was blowing the snow on this one side of the tree. And there's a lot of moss on this tree. And the bark is kind of rough. I mean, I know what tree it is. Um, I can see the leaves. You can. I'm not going to tell you because I just want to describe it because that's what you should do. And you can even take your gloves off for a short while. If it's summertime, you don't have to worry about that. But touch it. Touch the tree. You know, feel it. See what the bark feels like. Sometimes you can actually just stop and listen to the tree. I know it sounds weird. The tree's talking. Well, in a way it is. If you stop to listen... The tree may be swaying in the wind. I mean, we have, like I said, a very small breeze today. It's not a, not a gusty wind. Uh, the Beaufort scale, I would say, a one. Um, look it up. <laughs> Don't ask me what the Beaufort scale is. Uh, it, it, it's just a way of measuring the wind. Um, and it ranges from zero um, on up and... A one is just a slight breeze, but you get into like a three or a four where you got some 
good winds. You're going to hear the, the trees actually creaking. So the trees will be creaking in the wind. So I like to say they're talking to us. They're speaking to us. So, I mean, use your sense of smell, your sense of hearing. I've got a hat on yet. I can still hear a lot of what's going on. There's actually a plane flying overhead. Microphone's probably not picking that up. If I, and stop, stop once in a while. I remember when I used to work at a nature center many years ago and we're, we had the, a hiking group, I won't mention any names, but we had a hiking group come to do a, a tour. They had a dinner there, a luncheon, I should say. They had a luncheon and after the luncheon, everyone had one of two options. They could either go on a hike with one of their own members leading or they could go on a hike with one of our naturalists from the nature center leading. So most of them, I mean, there's probably about 50 people at this luncheon, and most of them ended up going on the hike with their leader because all they want to do is just get exercise, go hiking, you know, book through the woods. And I had I was leading the nature center led hike and I had probably about five people with me. So <laughs> they, you know, actually wanted to explore nature, actually see what nature was all about, actually sense nature, not just, oh, yeah, cool, getting my exercise. Oh, look at that, a tree. Bye. You know, and that's what I always like to encourage is get out and explore. Take your time. There's no hurry. Stop once in a while. Look, I'm actually stopping here and there's these tiny little berries on this bush here in front of me. Okay, I smell them and they're, they're, there's really no smell to them right now. They're, you know, they've already been through a frost. They're dried out a little bit. Uh, they're bright red in color. Yeah, so I'm using my senses, but just really enjoying them and taking them in. Some of them are dried out, you know, they're shriveled up a little bit, but some of them are still a bright red. Um, the, the bush has lots of branches on it. It does have some thorns on it, so I'm not going to touch them, but you can, you know, if you've never touched this kind of bush, see what it feels like. See if the thorns are maybe flimsy or if they're really you know, um, sharp and pointy, if they're rigid, you know, where they'll poke right into your fingers. Yeah, so these are the sort of things, this is actually a multi-flora rose bush, and these are the rose hips that are on it right now. Um, I'm going to take my gloves off because I want to touch this tree here. Um, oh, that's kind of weird. This is a white pine that I have in my yard at the edge of the woods. I'm coming out of the woods now. Um, but I stopped in this spot right at the edge of the woods and this white pine, normally the pine is, the needles are so soft. You know, they're, they're really, really soft. I always love touching a white pine. But we had some 
some wetter weather yesterday and this morning we got this cold front move through and everything froze and everything you know we got the snow and and everything is just stiff now so these pine needles they feel kind of weird because they're really stiff i'm used to the white pine being nice and soft that's why it's it's one of my favorite pines um, other pines um, and other evergreens you know really coarse uh, and as I said, we did have fresh fall and snow this morning. I'm not seeing any tracks out here. No animal tracks, not a lot of movement. Um, other than my dog's tracks, which I lost her. She wandered off somewhere. Good thing I'm on my own property, otherwise she'd be on a leash. But it's absolutely beautiful the way the, the snow... <laughs> So it's absolutely beautiful out here because fresh fallen snow is it's covering all the bushes. It's just like a white coating on everything. As I look off in the distance, I'm out in the middle of the field right now. If I look out in the distance, I see um, the, the forest over in the distance and it's just got a covering of white on it. It's just beautiful. Uh, dark clouds in the sky, no sun today, uh, a little bit hazy, like I said, really light snow. It's almost a wet snow. So when you're out exploring, you know, your own yard, you don't have to go to a nature center. You don't have to go to some natural area, a park, although those, you know, those are great places to explore. Everything is right in your own backyard that you could explore. Uh, get down on your knees. Get down close to stuff. We're so used to walking through, through life, through nature, just using our eyes all the time. And then we sometimes will use our sense of hearing. Uh, rarely, I think, we actually use our sense of touch when we're in nature. So... Get outside, start looking closer at things too. Get a different angle. Um, I've taught photography to, uh, photography is a little bit of a hobby of mine, and I've taken a few classes on it, you know, to get good photographs. And I always try to, you know, teach what I've, what I've learned about photography. Get different angles. You know, now, nowadays we have digital. When I was a kid, we had to print the film. You had, you know, the type of cameras that you had to wind them up. But now it's all digital. Take a thousand pictures. Who cares? Take it from different angles. And that's why I want you to start looking at things in your yard. Maybe get on the ground, lay down. A little bit too cold today. I don't think I'm going to do that. But, you know, during the summer especially, lay down on the ground. Get a different angle. See what maybe a smaller animal would see the nature as in your yard. And maybe being close to the ground, you might pick on, up on something that you couldn't from being five feet up in the air. So you can see things a lot differently from different angles. And use all your senses. Sense of smell. Out in the field here, I'm getting more of a breeze. I haven't picked up any, any odors. I'm going to stop a minute here. 
I get a little bit of a breeze while I'm not picking up any distinct odors. It's just very fresh out here. Yeah, very fresh smell. Uh, but in the summertime, oh, it's just amazing. You can smell the different things. You walk by my beehives and you can smell smell the honey. Um, it, it's just amazing. And the flowers, the different flowers, you know, get different scents here and there. Uh, usually in the winter, you don't get as much, but you know, it's you still can get that nice sense of, of, I don't know, it's like purity, clean, fresh air. Yeah, and then, you know, use your sense of touch, touch the different things. Be careful when you touch things. You know, make sure you know it. Don't be touching something that could be hazardous to you. Um, prickers, but I mean, most tree barks, you're safe to touch. And it's amazing how you can get to know a tree just by touching it. You know, the feeling of it. You can look at it. And I can describe it now. You know, it's like I was describing that tree in the woods. But unless you actually get out and touch it with your hands, you just don't really know that tree. So get in, out and touch things. Um, listen. Yeah, maybe you live in the town. You have a really small backyard and maybe there's a lot of traffic by your house. It's noisy, hard to hear everything that's going on. But maybe if you go out, you know, in the time of day in the evening when there is not as much traffic, you can hear more. You can listen more. I mean, I'm actually listening to my footsteps, and as I'm looking around, I knew the ground was getting a little icy because you can hear the crunching more. And you know, so even listening to yourself, you know, stop and listen because there's so much to hear. I can hear the the wind rustling through all the. Oh, there's my dog. And if you heard her trotting by, she finally caught up with me. She must have found something curious out there. Wish I had a nose like hers. I could do a lot more smelling. So um, I'm listening. I can hear, other than the car coming down the road, uh, I can actually hear the, the winter weeds. I hate using the term weeds, um, but you know, the dried up grasses and the dried up plants from the summer, you know, they're still, you know, two, three feet tall. And as the wind starts brushing through them, they start rustling against each other. And it's a different sound than in the summer when the wind is whipping through. I mean, you can hear it in the summer, but in the winter time, because everything is stiffer and drier, it's a different sound. So you can hear that sort of stuff. And of course, listening for the birds, not much out here today. Uh, when I was in the woods, see, they're all, it's later in the day, so they're all, hunkered down in the woods trying to stay out of the cold wind. Um, you know, so we used our hands, we used our sense of smell. Oh, Rivia, her, my trusty dog, she's got her nose up in the air. She's smelling something that I can't. Yeah, she's got her nose up in the air. She's, she's looking around. So use your sense of smell, your sense of hearing, your sense of touch. 
Notice I didn't say the sense of taste. Okay, do not advise that in nature unless you know the plants. Um, I do know a lot of different plants that you can actually, that are edible and some are medicinal, but I don't teach that because you have to be really good. I mean, you really have to know the plants. Um, there's different general rules of thumbs, but you know, if you don't know and you eat the wrong thing, you're in trouble. So that's why I'm not touching on the sense of taste. But if you're with a naturalist who really knows their thing, like if you ever go out on a hike with me and I say, oh yeah, try these grapevines, um, try these blueberries, uh, try these wild strawberries. You know, that's you know pretty safe if you're with a naturalist. But if you're on your own and you don't know your plants, do not taste. Um, and of course, use your sense of sight, but use it in a different way. You know, look at different angles. Look at things up close. I mean, that tree that you walk by every day in your yard, if you start looking at it from laying underneath it and looking up, you get a whole different view of it, a different, you know, a different way of looking at it. Look at it up close. Maybe there's some ants on the tree. I mean, it's 30 degrees out right now. There's going to be no ants on any of our trees here. But if it's summertime and you're out looking at that tree, I mean, I'm up close to a maple tree that we have in our yard that I planted many, many years ago when we first moved into this property. We planted this tree. Uh, it's now probably about 30 feet tall, uh, nice big maple, nice big red maple. And as I get up close, I mean, I see it every day when I, you know, pull out of my driveway, pull into my driveway, it's right at the edge of my driveway. But you don't really notice it. You notice the shape, you notice, you, you know it's there, but when I'm up close, I'm really up close and I'm seeing all this nice fungus on it. And you're probably thinking, actually, it's lichens. Um, you're probably thinking, oh, the tree's sick. Yeah, you better take it. No, it actually means there's nice fresh air here because the lichens will only grow where there's really pure fresh air. Um, and I'm looking at the buds. Lots of bright red buds on this tree. Yeah, it means it's very healthy. Uh, the buds are basically the compacted leaves. So as the tree uses its last bits of its energy before it goes to sleep for the winter and the fall, it creates these buds, which are basically the start of a leaf. So that when spring comes, they don't have to spend a whole lot of energy to make leaves. Instead, they just open up what they already created and lets it grow. So that's pretty interesting. Um, look, looking at a tree up close makes it look so much different than seeing it from a distance. Um, I can look at, I'm going to walk over to another tree that I've got right in my yard. And this is, I didn't go very far. I mean, I've got 12 acres. I probably walked about a quarter of it just, just right now. Uh, I do have a trail that goes all the way around, but I did a shorter version of it today. Um, 
I'm actually over now at another tree I've got. And once again, you drive past it all the time. Every day when you leave, every day when you come home, it's right near the driveway. And this one, as I get up close, it's got a white bark on it. And you can actually see all the little stripes on it. And I'm seeing the the bark on the main trunk is really rough. I'm listening to the other tree talking to me. So as I'm looking up close, I'm seeing these holes in a straight line. Some of them are healing over. Um, others are pretty deep. Uh, those are from a yellow-bellied sapsucker. Uh, he comes along and he makes these straight holes in the tree. He actually killed the top of one of my other trees. But he makes these holes in the tree to get the sap flowing. And they will lick up the sap. They'll, you know, lick it up. But they also do that to attract the insects to the sap. And as the insects are having their feast, the yellow-bellied sap sucker comes back and he has his feast. Now, I just walked over to my my white oak tree and most of the trees in my yard and in my woods are they're bare you know, no leaves at all on them but my oak tree you hear that that still has most of its leaves on it uh, no one really knows why scientists uh, they think um, that it's so that in the springtime, as the new leaves come out, just being quiet so you can hear the hear the breeze going through the leaves. That's not me shaking it. That's the wind doing it. And that's why I mean you're experiencing nature with all your senses. So anyhow, they think, oh, there's a see, I'm looking up close, there's actually a gall on one of the branches of this tree. Didn't notice that in the summertime. So anyhow, back to what I was saying, the scientists actually think that it's probably because in the spring, when these actually fall off of the tree, all the leaves fall off, then they start to decay and they work their way through when it rains and such into the soil and it adds more nutrients to the soil so that the tree has all those extra nutrients in order for it to grow. So this is a little thing that nature has put together to help this tree. Um, but when I went up there, yes, I was using my eyes. I was looking, I saw that gall. I saw, you know, the leaves on the tree. But then I could hear the leaves. You know, I could hear them rustling in the winds. So I'm encouraging you, get outside, even in the winter. I mean, my hands are a little cold right now, so I'm going to head back in. Um, but even in the winter time, there's so much to explore right in our own backyard. Rivia's ready to go in as well. So get outside, look right in your own backyard. You don't have to go to a nature center. Explore, enjoy, um, and look at things in a different way. Use all your senses not just your sense of sight.
back inside where it's nice and warm, and it looks like we've come to the end of the episode today. I hope you enjoyed wandering through nature with me. Don't forget, invite your nature-loving friends to join us. If you haven't already, I don't know why you haven't done it, but please hit the subscribe button. Take a minute to rate and review the podcast. If you have any questions about nature or ideas for future episodes, feel free to drop me a DM on my Instagram page at the nature wanderer with underscores in between each of the words or my website at naturewanderer.org. You can also support the podcast by joining my Patreon which will also give you extras including videos, education classes, pictures, and much more. Show your support of the podcast and your love of nature by sporting a Nature Wanderer t-shirt, water bottle, backpack, puzzle, or more, which can be purchased at my store, which is linked in the show notes or from my website. Have a great week and keep exploring the nature around you. Mm -hmm.